Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everyone. This is David from Take2Radio Soaps and Review. I'm filling in for Pam as host tonight. And with me, I have the guys, my my friend Anthony. Hey, hey, hey. And we have Vinny. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Vinny. And there's our girl that's just coming in. <laughs> Candace, is that you? What up? What up, what up? And I'm, I'm thinking Carolyn was joining us tonight because she, she shared everything, so... Well, I, we will I hope see. I hope she makes it, too. I hope. Oh. All right. David has kindly allowed me to start this night off. A couple of weeks ago when we last met, um, I had said that I had some major stuff that I wanted to share on our next show, and I was going to share that Walt Willie was going to pop back to General Hospital for some episodes, and then I was going to tease you guys with another announcement and say that although, you know, we won't be breaking it on air, um, look out next Monday for, which would be today, for a cool, cool announcement because we're getting someone for a few episodes from our other ABC favorite. And uh, you all saw the news today, didn't you folks? Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah. Well, hold on to your hat because next week there'll be one more announcement and it is a really, really interesting one and it is back uh, another person from Pine Valley. So hold on to your hat, folks. There's another one coming. Another one. Another Another one. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Um, Also... Young and the Restless, I guess they don't want to be outdone in their anniversary year as well. So um, there are two more big ones coming for Fall Sweep. Candace, do you do you have any intel? I have no. I, I don't know nothing. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I know nothing. I know nothing. Well, I, I, look, I, I see nothing. I ain't saying nothing until next week. I will give one. Next I have Wednesday. been given permission to give one spoiler. So, and it's not JP. 
think about Victoria's past. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. On GH? No, no, no. That's the young, well, young, young and the Restless. restless has oh, two. We're on Young and the Restless, and we're uh-huh. thinking about Victoria. They have Victoria. two announcements that are coming up soon with big returns uh, for fall sweeps. Yep, yep, yep. And it has to do with Victoria. Actually, I, actually, I, actually, I actually saw this person, too. One of them has to do with Victoria, yes. Mm. We're going to get that announcement next week. <laughs> All this right. Person looked, well, this person looked really good, too. Uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Candace, is there any yeah. news on the daytime Emmys? Nothing. Um, this Nothing, was, huh? um, so, So let me... Um, Kind of give y'all what's what's happening here. So, um, as some of you guys may or may not have heard, I went to California a couple of weeks ago. Yes, I yes yes I hobbed up with the rich and famous. Yes, I did. Um, that was the big talk of the whole weekend. Is what you know because they now have moved the primetime Emmys, which was supposed to take place next month, to January. God yep. willing. Um. At this point with the daytime Emmys, the window is, is really short right now. Because I heard a lot of people saying, well, could they combine the award ceremonies? Could they do all that? They could have. They could have. But considering that we're about to round out the calendar year for the next yep. submission, most likely, and this is just my opinion, um, I think they're just going to announce it on the website and do like little, out, like little videos of the, the 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 speeches and stuff. I know, I know. Trust me, you guys. I know. This is kind of. This was so. This was the. This was the 50th anniversary of the daytime Emmys. You guys know yep. that I. You know, if you ask anybody, I'm the like cheerleader for the daytime Emmys on television, mm-hmm. and it sucks that we're in a strike 116 days the right of strike yeah can we can we can we i mean i know y'all talking but can we get to a resolution like now um i think they're supposed to talk tomorrow well they've been talking for the last couple of weeks and there's some people now i'm gonna be nice but there's some people y'all need to stop talking okay i'm just saying i ain't saying y'all names because i'm respectful some of y'all need to Let's talk about some more money. Y'all need to pay the writers. Pay the writers. <clears throat> anyway, but nothing set in stone yet. So I'm, I'm, that's what we're thinking because now we're, you, you know, we're in, you might as well, well, this week we're going into September. That leaves October, November, December. So I, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to have a big production this year, which is sucks. The, the last, um, an uh, interview announcement that I saw, they had said if there was a resolution by early September, they could do something in November. Yeah. Um, but then I never heard, that was like, I don't know, for that almost was, a month that ago. That was like about, that was about seven weeks ago. Yeah. So, and I never heard anything else. So, yeah. All right. Well, Vinny's back with us. Vinny, where do you want to start tonight? What, which, which of the shows you want to go with? 
Well, before I get to the shows, I do want to make a comment about the daytime Emmys. Um, back in July, not only the Suds and the Squirt Circle teamed up with a couple other podcasts to the Sudsy Awards, so that is on our YouTube page. But my thought is, why do you guys, why, why do they need the writers for the uh, daytime Emmy Awards? I mean, don't the, aren't these people well enough versed? Uh, Are these people it, well enough versed to ad lib? That's the problem. It's contractual first and foremost. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It, well, it's contractual first and foremost. And there's, you know, years ago, we're talking late 70s, early 80s, the award shows were done a little bit differently. And, mm-hmm. you know, the things that people have said and done, um, that's, that's another reason why the writers are very <laughs> important. Right. To keep the show in a certain tone and and mode. Ah, right, well, and, that makes sense. I, yeah. Go and, on. And not only that is because it is the anniversary. There's a lot of segments that you can't yeah. ad lib. You know, you can't ad lib. You know, General Hospital 60th anniversary. Trust me, we tried. Oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, like the 50th. You know, those who have left us. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and stuff like that. Because here's the thing. A lot of people kept saying, well, if the Tonys could do it, the daytime Emmys could do it. But here's the thing. The Tony Awards was musical-based. Like, they mm-hmm. were singing. They were dancing. They was like, da-da-da-da. The daytime Emmys, you can't do that, you know. And, right. again, let's be real for a second. We all know some of these daytime actors and talk show hosts and everything. They have no filter. They have <laughs> that's, no that's filter that's, that's at all. You get, look, you get somebody up on stage, right, and the first thing is they're going to be like, so General Hospital celebrated 60 years, but shout out to all my children one life to live who got canceled because of it. Like, you, you know, somebody's going to do it. You know somebody's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got to keep them in line then. Yeah, and you got to have a time, a time limit. Like, okay, two minutes, mm-hmm. wrap it up, folks. Okay, three minutes. Okay, we got three-minute segment. Why are y'all doing ten-minute segments? Come on now. So, yeah, I mean, and I don't want it to be thrown together. This is, for me, again, this is the milestone year. 50 years of the daytime Emmys, right? Mm-hmm. We're celebrating anniversaries. Susan Lucci's getting her second Emmy Award. Come on now. I need a show. I need a show live from Radio City. Oh, we're not in Radio City Music Hall. I'm sorry. It was going to be in Pasadena, California. I'm sorry. My bad. I got excited there for a second. Can we bring it back to New York? I'm just asking for a couple of people. Just asking. What's up, NASA? Can y'all bring it back to New York? I'm asking. I'm really asking. Like, I'm asking on the show. <laughs> That's when they should have had the 50th anniversary at was Radio City Music Hall in, in New York, the birthplace of daytime. But they don't listen to me. I'm just one voice. They should listen to you. Thank yeah. you. I agree. I should be running the, da- the, the Emmy Awards. Hosted by Candace. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right. Let's, let's, let's let Vinny pick which show we're going to start with tonight. All right, so why don't we start with Days? Um, I mean, we do we do have some sad news for for, for Days fans, where um, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, a day's alum, Arlene Sorkin passed away uh, yeah. late, late last mm-hmm. week. And it seems like last week was the, was almost a week for, for sadness, uh, not only in the soap opera realm, but also in the wrestling realm as well as we lost yeah. not only a WWE Hall of Famer, uh, but also a WWE superstar in the, almost the prime of his career. Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt both passed away within a day of each other last year, and then Arlene Sorkin the next day after. Um, and don't so, forget Bob, and Bob and don't Barker forget as well. Bob Barker, y'all. Bob Barker. Yep. The one good thing about Bob Barker is that he made it as close to 100 without going over. That has been the joke yeah. of the week. <laughs> That's like, it has. I know. It's corny. <laughs> and and he died on National International Dog Day. So have your yeah. pets sprayed or neutered. Absolutely. Help control the population, baby. Right. He, he has now. He has now entered the big showcase in the sky. Yes, he has. That is very true. With right of us. Ladies and gentlemen, the star of Price is Right, Bob Parker. He, he was such a part of so many people's. For me, like, every time, you know, when we had breaks, when we were home from school and everything, right. yep. I loved the Price is Right. It was noisy. It was fun. People jumped up and down. Some people had mm-hmm. costumes. And it was, he's like a, you know, he's like Miss Molly. From Romperoom, he's part of of my growing up. Yeah, and you know, with with uh, uh, the Price is Right and Family Feud, those were back to back every every weekday yeah. morning. So if we had a day off of school or we were sick, that's exactly what would be on. The man, the man was a legend. I mean, think about this. He not only he did something that certain people can do is reach like over four generations. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I mean, really think about it. He tapped into, I mean, obviously Happy Gilmore. Like yep. that was a big thing. How I Met Your mom, Mother. He did The Nanny. Yep. He did like guest appearances here and there. But he also He did was on WWE Raw as well. Oh, yeah. W- and you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, whoo, WWE, you guys are having a hard week. Like you like yep. three people. Um, but also, you know, he was back to back on Bold and the Beautiful, and it's right. funny because I think everybody remembers the one. But you know, again, thanks to some of us, we po- you know, we posted the 2002 clip of when Amber Deacon and Rick was talking to Bob, and Amber was freaking out. But of course, we all remember when he punched Wyatt, and <laughs> you know, Scott Cooper <laughs> and, and Darian Brooks they posted. But you know, like I said, you know. When when I heard about Bob Barker, it literally was the end of an era. Because you're right. Mm -hmm. For some of us, the way that we got started with certain CBS soaps was, I mean, Price is Right was first. You know, you had a bowl of chicken noodle soup with some crackers. You had a ginger ale. You stayed there (laughs) and you was trying to make sure you didn't, you got the price right. You always bid a dollar. You always bid a dollar. Okay, folks? No matter what anybody told you, you bid a dollar, okay? All right. right. Yep. But um, but that was the kickoff. And then, you know, your local news, then Young and the Rossless, Castle Flash, Hold Hold the Beautiful. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah, absolutely. You okay, Derek? I'm going to make sure everybody's safe here. 
because I know storms are coming in certain areas. Here's your weather update. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're a little worried in Miami, but we've battened down the hatches, and we'll see what happens. Right. So, okay. So, we're going to – so, again, um, our thoughts and prayers goes out to the CBS family, um, as well as – I mean, he did choose some consequences, too. So, for those who really want to know, but it is the end of the era. Um, I don't know if if the price is right, you, can, you know, the price, the, you know, are going to do anything – but hopefully they do do something. Um, where Arlene, look, a, a, a DC comic fan, you, okay, you want to know how soap operas made an impact on this? All we got to say is mm-hmm. 1987, Days of Our Lives, take a look at the clip, because that clip created Harley Quinn, and they wanted yep. her to do the voice. And not only that, some of you guys may not know her from Days of Our Lives. Okay, we get it, because it was, you know. I do. Some of you guys probably remember her being one of the one of the first hosts of America's what was it uh, funniest home videos uh, with Dave, funniest videos yeah with um Uncle with Uncle Joey um oh God Dave Coulion oh America's like, funniest yep. people with Dave Coulion yeah yep mm-hmm. yep she was on there and then of course we all know Batman and Memphis so you know just saying mm-hmm. she left a legacy that's a legacy I wish they would have. I mean, she came back, what, in 2000, what was it, 2010? Eight. 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 I think it was eight. Okay. But I think they would have brought her back, you know, like, uh, so. And, of course, like you said, Terry Funk, Bray Wyatt, I mean. That was a hard one. Yeah. That was a hard one. Yeah, the Bray Wyatt Um, one. Yeah. So, but, um, you know, again, genes you know, their creativity will, their, their legacy will live on forever, obviously. And um, on Days of Our Lives, now, side note, real quick, if you woke mm-hmm. up this morning yep. and you saw Days of Our Lives, this was, Anthony, I don't know if you know about the scandal that happened this morning with Days of Our Lives. I do. I was telling no. Vinny before we got on. Okay. Vinny didn't so know. So here's what so okay, so for those who woke up at six oh five, like I, like I was already up, okay, and you turn yeah. on Peacock, you kind of was confused, and and there's a reason. I was. I don't know who I don't know who we're blaming, pointing fingers at, but get ready, Anthony, get ready, get ready. Here's Uh-oh. the biggest twist. Here's here's the biggest twist of the soap. Okay, they accidentally put on next Monday's episode. Yeah, oh, was okay. Monday. Wow. I thought it was this Fridays. No, it was next Monday. Oh, okay. So they must have changed it later on when they figured out their mistake. Because when I watched at, it, yeah, how long was it up in the afternoon? They took it down. I remember hearing they took it down real quick. But I haven't yeah, been able took... to get back on Peacock to see today the actual one. So they put it up late, though. They did put up today's episode like late. But, yeah, if you want to know what happened next, if you were lucky to see what happened next Monday. Because <laughs> I was like this. I literally turned it on, and all I heard was, you know, because, okay, in case y'all don't know, Jen Lily is coming back. Jen Lily gave she me She was interviews. back today? Yeah, she was back today. And I was like this. I was like, <laughs> well, now, I knew she was she coming was back, back in... this week, right? Yeah, I knew I she thought... was coming back this week. And then all of a sudden I turned, I was like... 
And there were some other things that I was just like, wait, did I did I miss something? Did I miss an episode? Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's Dick Van Dyke. I was like, wait, who? Yeah. I, said, I, I was like, I must have blanked on something. And then we found out that it's, you know, because they also had Rachel Melvey, who Chelsea's coming back. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. That was. Um, wonderful surprise on that. She actually thought, now I found out via her Insta, her social media, because she thought the news had already came out, and it didn't. <laughs> so, you know, you know, you know, this is what happens. But, um, no, yeah. so we got next Monday. So just to let everybody know, next Monday is Labor Day. Don't worry, days are lost because they're on Peacock. You don't have to miss a day. But apparently, some of us thought we did. So there you go. But anyway, <laughs> back to Dave's Raw Lives. Go ahead, Vinny. I had to do that. So go ahead. No, no, not you. the problem at all. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I got up because I worked overnight last night. So I got up at one o'clock this afternoon. When I went to go watch it, it was fine. Then I then you know I'm just scrolling through X and I see that uh, you know Dave is trending. And I'm like, uh oh, what happened now? And then I was filled in on the problem. Um, but anyways, I have to say that this week for Days of Our Lives is actually filled with filled with a lot, um, especially towards the end, towards the end of the week, which we saw what that was about today with today's episode. But I really feel bad for Sloan. The fact that, you know, she lost her baby and, you know, with the fact that now she's, you know, uh, they're showing that she's got an autoimmune disease. Um, I feel really bad for, for her. I thought that she was on a, you know, maybe they're still working on the uh, redemption route for her, um, but I really felt bad. Well, this right. is the redemption route for her. Right, Candace? Yeah, sure. I don't, Okay. I like Sloane. Let me let me preface this right now. I I'm still feeling a certain type of way about her losing that baby because now this is Eric's second baby that he's lost, lost. that was not with Nicole. Okay, I'm still feeling a certain type of way about. I'm really because. Are, okay, Dave, I need you to sit me down and help me out. So, Jada was one thing, but then you have to right. lose a baby. So, nobody else can get knocked up by Eric except for Nicole. And before everybody come at me, I like Eric and Nicole, okay? I like EJ and Nicole. But I'm having a problem of, okay, so... You got rid of Jada and Eric's baby, okay. You now have now had Sloane lose this baby. So Nicole's the only one. And I'm like, huh. With Sloane, I joke all the time and say she is Sammy 2.0 because I see some of Sammy qualities in her. Yes. I do feel as though they threw this curve of her having this illness to kind of make her more, like, for us to feel more sympathetic. 
because, because to me, she could have been the next vixen, you know. She could have been baby Sammy, why we don't have Sammy there, because she has Nicole's number. She really does. But this is where, and don't worry, because when we get to General Hospital, I got a lot of stuff to say about this, too, is that you're trying to make the audience feel so bad for her. Like, you're like, oh, like, oh, gosh. Forget the fact that, I mean, look, I am definitely forgetting that Colin's her brother, okay? Trust and believe that. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> see what I'm saying? But I'm just like, okay, you need to make sure that this character, first and foremost, I love her interactions with, with the people that she, that she deals with. But this, to me, right. was yes. not the greatest choice to make. Because now I'm questioning, okay, where's Sloane's mindset going to be? And I can already see, I already can feel, I feel it in my bones, I feel it in my soul, she's going to lie about still being pregnant. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So I'm going to jump stuff. back in. I'm going to jump back in here because I'm probably going to agree with you in General Hospital, too. Um, and this really does go out to all four of the shows at this point now. When you have someone who is catching on as the good, you know, the good wicked witch of the West, so to speak, let's, you know, take the W out and insert a B, when you've got that momentum going and it's strong, you know what? Find another plot point to play off of. This whole, we're going to redeem the character, we're going to redeem the bitch, excuse my language, but so that we can milk that second, that second round out of we, it, Gwen. How many times, Dave, have you taken, oh, my God, let's learn the lesson of Kristen. Because at some point, you're going to oh, make yeah. her go back they or you're going to have damn. to make her insane. Because once we love her and we feel that she's redeemed, then there's going to be nothing left to do with her except to let her go crazy. You can find other plot points. Look at Alexis Colby from from nighttime. Look at someone like Abby on Knott's Landing. You can find other plot points for these victims and keep them in the character. We don't have to redeem every single one of them. Benny, what else? Um, well, I mean, just kind of playing off of that, I, I agree that you should have villainesses or vixens. I, I agree. And I thought that Sloan was going in that direction as well. Um, but what I, what I feel is nowadays it, it's almost automatic where you almost have to give everybody a, uh, a redemption. It, and and I agree that you don't have to in terms of you need you need uh, baby faces and heels you need good and bad to to balance everything out, but it almost seems like nobody wants to have people hated anymore, in in any realm of, of entertainment. Like you don't want to have anybody that's actually hated. That's why there's so many redemptions, and they and they really want to have people get behind someone to say, oh, well, you know, she's a bad person at times, and everybody's got those shades of gray, and, but she's also human. So, unfortunately, you, you just have that, 
you have that and mentality with a lot of writers nowadays. But there are great ways to show that they're human. Take a look at a character like Dorian Lord, okay? There mm-hmm. are great ways to show that she's human without having to destroy or break her so that she can suddenly be, you know, loved. And, and, I agree. And, you, you know, they, they can mm-hmm. find redemption for her. Let her be a bitch for a long time. Let her humanness come out, and they can find redemption through longevity. Right? They, it's this instant gratification, you know, where some yeah. certain storylines which drag on forever because they can't figure out where they want to go with them. But then they, they immediately, once we get to that boiling point, and we didn't even get there with Sloane. Sloane wasn't even mega bitch yet. But the potential was there, and she's so good when she, yeah. you know, when she's in her in her mm-hmm. sultry bitch mode. Either one of those two, she's so good. And when you have mm-hmm. that talent, use it. And so let's not break her so we could turn her into the femme fatale. And and of course, which is the which man is going to be the one that she cry, like she cries on their shoulder and he carries her up the stairs when she's weak and can't walk. You know, that's the story we're going to get. David, what do you think? Yeah, she needs she she's on her way, but you know she's she's new and she's fresh and uh, she needs a lot more layers for us to probably care a little more. Another sidebar point, not sidebar, a different direction point that is totally on point as well. You know, again, General Hospital, we're going to talk about being invested in certain characters and being able to invest in a major storyline like that. She has so much, so much more bitch potential that would have been so much, so fun she to is. watch play out. Mm-hmm. I do like watching her. Yeah. She's fresh. Well, I, I have to jump in here. Thank you, Days of Our Lives, for bringing back John Paul Lavassier. And, of course. I love the other Vivians. Shout out to, you know, Dorian Lord, a.k.a. Um, I love and don't the forget other... Linda Dano. And Linda Dano, yes. I love the other Vivians. But, oh, my God, all Louise. <laughs> yeah, Louise. She's like the God crazy quarter man in days. Love her. Candace, what else is, is, is um, capturing your attention in Salem? Whoo! I mean, <clears throat> let's see, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Okay. You know what? Okay. It's not, okay. It's not capturing me the right way that I think Dave was trying to make the audience feel, but I have something to say about the Totalia Johnny Sinel stuff. Okay. <clears throat> Dave, hi, I'm Candace. I've been a fan of yours since the 90s. I don't know, I don't know who, I don't know if it's unemployment guy, I don't know if it's Vaughn, I don't know who it is, Ken, maybe it's you. This is not working, and uh-huh. you need to stop, okay? Uh-huh. I don't think, Talia, there's n- let me, Talia. let me tell you a story, yeah, let me tell you a story about Talia, okay, y'all had this girl in one eight. You know what? I can't even say this was the worst. No, yeah, it was tied for the worst. Because the other one was the Craig Nancy Scalia. We'll talk about that later. But you brought her on 
as a victim of emotional, physical uh-huh. assault, okay? And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that was brought up, okay? Because not mm-hmm. every relationship is a physical assault. It's emotional right. damage, okay? Yep. However, then you go ahead and you have this little girl who is poisoning people, who is doing A, B, C, D, F, G. Oh, all is forgiven. She could be a doctor now at the hospital. Kayla, girl, I need to revoke you. I need to revoke you. Who is in charge? Who is the chief of staff over there? I need to talk to them. Because when Kayla said, when Kayla said, well, everybody has done something, but we all have been forgiven. Girl, she did it 20 minutes ago. People have to, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hold up. Hold up. So if we're going to go by that, then everybody on all these soaps get to have their jobs yeah, and their man. wives and husbands and stuff like that. So then Talia's like, um, I'm a doctor again. Uh-huh. But I love Chanel. Days. Days. Let me Okay, let me break it down to you. And I do not want anybody to get offended for what I'm about to say. Y'all know I speak the truth. I love everybody. I'm an ally. Y'all know this. I stick, you know. Dave, stop doing this. Because I feel as though this is your only, this is your, your safety net. You take a look at what you've done with Leo and, and, and reevaluate yourself with that. With Talia and Chanel, look, you're trying with Allie. It didn't click. What clicked was something that you wasn't even, you were surprised yourself at Dave. I know you were. It's with the popularity and the chemistry between Janelle, Janelle, between Chanel and Johnny. Wow. Yeah, they have tremendous chemistry. They have tremendous. And see, again, you didn't see that coming. Because here's the thing, Chanel is that girl. Chanel she is. is that girl. Yep. She had Xander. She had Allie. She had Johnny. But this hotel, you say, I just feel so like, you know, sometimes, sometimes on soaps, there's characters that can work if you allow the time to focus on the character. Not mm-hmm. just have the character dangle until you figure out how to really use them, how to utilize them. Because, okay, and I said this, you know, a couple of times, Colin and Talia aren't even supposed to be here. Now, here's the thing. No offense to the actors, but the character, Colin, if, if, let me ask a question. Y'all miss Colin? No. Thank no. you. Thank you. Do you think by the end of the year people are going to remember him? No. Nope, probably not. Nope. Do, you, do you remember him even if I had to tell you who he was? <laughs> Like with Talia, I had to I, really, I had to think about it. So. Right. Like the fact is, is that okay? You connected Colin to Salone. Salone is an upcoming character that we're kind of we're in, interested in because you let her y'all figured her pattern. You figured it out before before she dangled with Talia. Okay, she's Jada's sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's great and all. That's wonderful. I'm glad that. You know, I'm glad that she that she's Jada's sister. But what else we got? What else? Because 
clearly y'all had something set up for Colin and her. But what else is there outside of her being a doctor, um, somebody who poisoned the whole town, and Jada's sister who got locked up and then let go? What else do you have for Talia? Nothing. That's that's it. That's that's it. You're going to have her on this canvas to get, quote, unquote, her low-key, like, it's already started. She's a doctor now. So well, now, what, what, thing, what are you going to put her in? What orbit? My, exactly. Yeah. Like, she she yeah. went and, you know, tarnished the reputation of Chanel. She went after yep. Paulina, all because of Colin. And yeah. yet, my thing is that you're you're right. No, no she's not being held accountable. And I understand nope. being in, a, in an emotionally uh, abusive relationship and all that. But that doesn't mean that you're just automatically forgiven. Um and and for Chanel to just be like, okay, well, let's be friends. Let's try it again and, and see how this, and then she's offered a job as a, as a doctor again. Like, to me, that's all, I mean, I'm able to suspend disbelief, but even that's a little too much for me to go and suspend my disbelief on. Um, it's almost like, it's almost like they brought Colin and Talia in and because the fans like Talia so much, they wanted to keep her around, and now they just don't know what to do with her. And well, we got to remember. They want to, we, no, no, no. They, they right. want us to forget. They want us to concentrate on yet another obstacle to Chanel and Johnny. Uh, Johnny. Um, and yeah. so if we focus on that for a while, we're going to forget to the, for the most part that, you know, she blinked and sneezed and was a doctor again. I, I mean, shouldn't there have been some psychological evaluations, um, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And, again, we suspend belief, but, you know, literally it was 20 minutes ago. It, you know, it was three or four shows ago. You were so crazy. Um, and yeah. now you're a doctor. So they're gonna they are using her to be the foil between Chanel and Johnny again because we need that angst. It didn't work with Allie and we need that angst. We need to have her figure out that, you know, she is more inclined to Johnny than she is to all the other hot women that are thrown in her area. And then at that point we're gonna be stuck again with, Oh, what do we do with Talia? Oh, let me think. She's gonna suddenly focus up on somebody like Eric. Trip. Trip. Oh, Trip's a good one, actually. Yeah, Trip. Trip's a better one, actually. They invest in him a little bit more, but that's just my opinion. I got one more. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But what have they done with Leo? (laughs) I told you. I told you. A year ago, he was the most dynamic character on all four shows. What have they done with him? He's a patsy. They played him up in a story. Okay. This, okay. 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 Leo is that type of character that you can drop in and out every six months. He comes in, stirs the pot, rolls out. You see him on Beyond Salem, and you're like, ah! Leo, okay, you know, because, you know, I still love that, by the way, how they did Leo with, with all of them, right? But they kept oh, him, God. they kept him like Leo. I'm going to tell you the He's exact moment. He's become the fool. He has become the complete fool. And here's the thing. You can go from fool to, you know, master con artist. 
It never, ever happens the other way around. You see, they've made him a complete fool. I'm going to tell you when it happened, Anthony. I can tell you when the destruction of Leo happened. Last year with the Craig and Nancy stuff. Mm, yeah. About. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. I mean, yeah. That's, that's when the, 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 the way they wrote Leo was, towards it, Nancy. It was that, that moment where they, they teased us with, are we going to try to redeem Leo? And that mm-hmm. whole scene in the, it, sitting there with Craig at the table when they said goodbye. You're right. And, and, You're right. And, yep. also, and also what he did to Sonny again. You know, they, they, that could have that gone in a better direction. They had it for a moment. They had it for a moment, and they dropped it. Mhm. And you know what, though? I, I lied. I said there was one more, but there's actually two. Okay, Ron and, 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 and friends, come close. Come close to the speaker. Unemployment guy, you can't listen. Okay. <laughs> you have Harris. Either... Mingle him in and give him more, give him some other time and get him up in, or let him go. Exactly. He is not doing it for us. No, it's a brown peg in a square hole. Yeah. No, no, I honestly think the character, if they mix it up, if they gave him something to do in town, (laughs) <laughs> if they gave him actually something to interact with other people, I think we could actually see Harris grow into a character. Having said that, I don't think that's going to happen. Let him go so that we can get what we need on Jama Hospital. <laughs> do you think? No. Oh, God. Do you think he has oh. has it to he and Tamara can do it again? No, no. I know what they're going for there. But it's not working. It's not. Honestly, I would like to see. I would like to see him mix it up with Sloan a little bit, and mix it up with Nicole a little bit. I'd like to see the, the chemistry between the two of them. Don't don't throw him in there immediately to shake up relationships. Make it a slow burn. Let us see some chemistry. Let us see where it goes. And maybe there'll be a surprise chemistry with somebody else that I'm not even thinking of at the moment. But you know. Let's throw him around a little bit and actually give him stuff to do or let him go because it's boring. Hey, Anthony, Anthony, and Candace, and Vinny. Mm -hmm. I posed Mm -hmm. a question to Anthony two weeks ago and about a rumor that was going around that they were going to write off Gwen and then Emily was going to take over the role of Teresa. Now, yep. I don't know if that's true or not. Were you able to follow anything up? It is. Generally did an interview. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let me say, let me speak only about this Harris thing. Okay, Days of yeah. Lives. It's, okay. This, this is a throwback to how networks used to do certain things. Okay, because right now I know Anthony is in my head, so he should know when I say the promo that NBC did with the yeah. NBC people, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
you know, after, you know, years, you know, we had the whole General Hospital, Younger the Wrestlers War, right? Because you would see General Hospital stars on Younger the Wrestlers and Younger the Wrestlers stars on General Hospital. Yeah. It was juicy. It was like, oh, my God, Jimmy Francis is on Younger the Wrestlers. Oh, my God, Steve. Oh, yeah. Days of Our Lives did that. Because, look, we all know what happened at General Hospital with two people. One kept his mouth shut. The other one ran his mouth, okay? Right. And the thing is is that when Steve Burton went over to Days of Our Lives, look, Days had their freaking flag held high saying, come watch us, must see TV. We got Steve Burton here, baby. And that's the only reason why I started watching it. Honestly, that's, that's why I started watching it. I, look, my whole thing is is that I love the fact that they, like, Beyond Salem was that show where they can bring back past characters and, and you know, entwine them with current mm-hmm. story and current characters. So the fact that they brought Seabird on for, 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 from, that was his first role. But everybody knows mm-hmm. him as Jason, right, or Dylan McAvoy, depending yeah. on which, when you start watching him, right? Okay. Or Evie's boyfriend on Out of This World. Okay, anyway. Yeah, um, but, but the thing is, is that, okay, you have something going good on Beyond Salem. As soon as you transfer him over to the mothership, you should already have his story arc already planned. And yeah. I feel as though, oh, yeah. and I feel as though, and I'm going to be honest, I think some of us start to rethink some things because of unemployment guy. I will not say his name on the show anymore. I'm just calling him unemployment guy, okay? Y'all know who I'm talking about. I feel as though he's had a hand in certain decisions and also the way that certain storylines have been crafted by Ron. With that being said, I'm not letting Ron off the hook, by the way. I'm just letting you know. But at the same time, you need to figure something out because you can't keep saying, we got Steve Burton on our show. You need to say, we got Steve Burton. nothing with him. Right, like, okay, he has an Emmy nomination, okay, but you still need to do something. Now, here's the thing. Was I happy to see him and Tamara Braun together again? Hell, yes, I was, because I like their dynamic. I ain't going to lie, I love their dynamic. I always like their dynamic, but here's the problem, Dave. First and foremost, you could have been shady and promoted the crap out of that, and I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. GH fans, come at me. But you know darn good well, if you go on YouTube, Days did it to General Hospital. So Days could have redid it with, like, once upon a time in another town, they were tight. They were close. Come watch what happens on Days of Our Lives as Tamara Braun and Steve Burke. And give us a team, darn it. But I feel as though you're not doing anything, and you're going to need to figure something out because, I mean, Look, I know everybody's, like, saying for him to come back over to General Hospital. At this point, no, I do not want him back over there. And I'll tell you why when we get to GH, when we get to that, to that segment. But to me, y'all really need to figure something out because I, I was one of those people who was like, y'all going to figure it out. Y'all gonna, y'all, you guys are going to do something good with Steve Burton. You got, you got Todd's and I thought when they had Eve, at first I thought Charlotte Ross was coming back. No offense, um, Cassie. Girl, I love you. But I was like, but it are they cute going to... to have Charlotte? Yeah, it really would have been. It would have been. Right. Yeah. Like, to me, because that's who Steve works with. But with Cassie yeah. DePaiva and with Tamara, you could have something 
there. There's something I saw something, but it didn't it didn't add up. Y'all didn't sync it up. So I would say by the end of this year now, I'm giving it to the end of this year. Y'all have to figure out what Harris' purpose is. Because it's not hope. Unless hope y'all gonna there. give me Ava and unless you're gonna give me Ava and Harris, which I wouldn't mind. Or I don't know. I would like Harris and, and Ava, if they could actually make it work. But you mm-hmm. know they're not going to, and I think I think the balloon already popped on that. What I would have really loved to have seen, and, and just, just think about it for a minute before you respond, as the, as the whole bow and all of that fell into place and, and, and Harris had a choice to make, I would have loved to see him take a look at Belle and Bell take a look at him, and that be the start of chemistry. It would have thrown him in EJ's all. It would that would have cemented a story. Mm. Oh, with Bell, yes, yeah. But now you know that ship has sailed too. I think yeah, because I'm throw him in and play him off of Sloan, play him off of Nicole. You know, give him a give him a job. I don't know. Give him some. Let him play off a few people and let the chemistry tell us where the story's gonna go. Good point. Now, mm-hmm. Candace, what did you think about David's question? Okay, what was the question again? I'm sorry, David. Emily, Teresa, Jen, Lily. Okay, so Jen Lily did an interview. Okay. Right. Oh boy, unemployment got screwed this up. So they they you know had a twelve week story arc for Teresa. Spoiler alert, okay. Right. And unfortunately, Jen was not available, but she was going to try to you know work work it out and whatnot. So when she received when she you know got a script and then she was going to come in, she thought she you know whatnot. They was like, oh no, we got another actress on set already playing your role. They didn't even tell her she got recasted. They didn't tell her? No. Nope. And here's oh the thing. Before anybody, before anybody gets all surprised, the sad reality is is that Anthony, Vinny, I don't know, Vinny, if you know, but Anthony, I know we know. I'm not even surprised they didn't even tell her because I take a look at what they did to Freddie Smith. I take a look at what they did with Chancellor, Chandler Mansey. I yeah. take a look at, you know, uh, Judy Evans. I take a look at Greg Vaughn. I take a, they do not tell you until you get that final page or you come yeah. into work that day and they were like, oh, we don't need you. Wow. That's unemployment, guys. Oh, my God. So she was probably all prepared and looking forward to it. Uh-huh, and not another thing, because I know some people was, like, really reading this. She even suggested a storyline to the writers. Mm-hmm. That's another story for another day. But case in point, they had another actress on set who was wearing a, who was wearing a wig and who was going to be brunette. And coming soon. So we get Jen Lilly for about three, maybe two to three weeks. Yep. Can can I say? Can I'm gonna just I'm just gonna pull the I'm just gonna say it. I I can't see Emily uh, O'Brien in her in that role. Here's the problem. 
if first and foremost, let me I'm gonna say this right now, right here, right now, on this day. Please, you guys, do not come after Emily O'Brien because no. she was just doing a job. Okay, she did not have a hand in this. The person that y'all need to go after is unemployed at the moment, and forever will be unemployed. Um, KC, which is Ken Corday, and Sony, because I get that you feel as though okay, I understand. Okay, I understand as a writer, you create a story arc that can last twelve weeks. It depends on first and foremost, like you go to the actors and everything after you craft the story and say, hey. Vinny, David, Anthony, I have this great storyline here. Um, Days of Our Lives wanted to know, could you, would you be able to um, join the show for 12 weeks while we do the storyline? Okay, you and your agent, you talk, da 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 Okay, you meet middle ground. Okay, if Vinny can do 6 out of 12, Anthony can do 5 out of 12, and David, you can do 2 and everything, okay, now that you know that, you can go back to the drawing board and recraft the, the, the storyline to fit the, you know, the schedule or vice versa. But to go ahead and recast the role while the girl was trying to figure it all out, that is, some, that is so uncalled for. That, my friends, is unprofessional. And the fact that you did that, unemployment guy, that speaks volumes because she was, she was trying, like, Look, Jen Lily's a mother now, and it's called the royal. It's called the royal screw. And honestly, I'm going to say this: in soap world, had they have said, "You know what, we got this," and they pulled someone from out of the sphere, not from the show, they pulled someone in to finish the storyline, it it would be a little less. Um. Dirty, painful, ugly, painful, painful. painful. So, so to, wait. Let me get this straight. They're they're having a current actor change roles, like in the like, like, just like that, while she's still playing a role. While exactly. Uh huh. That that like I can understand like when General Hospital does a twin thing or whatever, and you know that that's the same person. Twin. And three days later, we're going to see her as Teresa. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's crazy. How, how do you, like, how do you even have time to repackage the person? Like, at least when GH does that, they send the person away for a month or two to let fans, quote, unquote, forget about the person. But how do you do it within that short of time, especially when you already have another actor playing that part? That's crazy. Let me, um, that's, wanna... why, that's, that's why there's been so much press about unemployed man and, and all, you know, you know, my grandmother always said, the tea doesn't spill drop by drop. It comes sloshing out of the cup. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, all the tea got sloshed in the last couple of weeks. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's almost well. It's yeah. just like the Robert Scott Wilson thing, almost. But this is a little, tr- this is a little shiftier. 
Yeah, but the Robert Scott Wilson thing was they didn't want to ruin okay. Ben. They, they they couldn't do right. Ben without Sierra, and so they sent him no off for a week. Um, I, I agree, but that's that's the stance that, that I agree they could have done. Um, that they believed, and they brought him back as another character, a legacy character. But they didn't replace a character mid, you know, mid storyline. You know, it wasn't um, um, uh, you know, Casey Moss, and suddenly the next day, all of a sudden, Robert, you know, Robert is is JJ. They brought him in as a new, old legacy character. This is this one is just, we haven't this, seen. Yeah, this is just nuts. But I think we should take the shuttle. Uh, David, where do you want to go next? Uh, on days? Or no, you no. Go we, need, we, we need to go to another show. You want to go to GH? Yes. Oh, All Lord. right, start us off, David. What do you love and hating? Well, this loss, well, I guess let me just say, um, I can't be surprised about Tracy. I mean, this is who she is, and I know I get upset because of what she's doing. But I like I like Brooklyn's gumption, how she stands up to her. She's not giving her mm-hmm. any shit. I, I like that part of her. She's not holding. She's not holding back, and uh, I think I don't. I think. Uh, a lot of it has to do with her current boyfriend. Has a lot to do with her being able to stand up for herself. We know you're a Chase yourself. fan, but you're absolutely yes, right I as am. well. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am a Chase right fan. Chase, Chase saw her in a way that when she started to see how he saw her, it unlocked. A lot, you know. Tracy made a remark about her being her mother's daughter, but actually, she really is her mother's daughter. Um, so I definitely Lois agree with a, you on that. Yeah, Lois was a uh, lot of fun. Yeah, Lois was vulnerable. She, she was, was sweet. She was hard when she needed to be. She, uh, you know, she was ride or die. So, you know, and the way she, the way Brooklyn came in on my friends, my friends, but honestly, you know, the remark, what, what have you turned into? Oh, honey, don't you remember that she stood above your grandfather while he was begging for his pills? Mm-hmm. I know somebody told you that story, Brooklyn. Um, all right. I wanted to go last because I wanted to try to be nice, but I can't. I just have to say this. I've been dying all oh, night say to it, say, say this. It, say it. It's already written. It's it's already been filmed. So I can't you know change anything. But oh God, General Hospital, do not destroy Blair. Blair working with Tracy in my mind does not make sense. It does not make sense. Do not okay. General Hospital destroy Blair. So you, I will, you're hoping I, I will that have a very hard time getting over. Blair that. is not her partner. What? You are hoping that Blair is not Tracy's partner in this. I, I don't. What I'm hoping is, you know, 
the way they have described Martin's ex-wife, the fact yeah. that she's obviously, or right now, they want us to believe she is Tracy's partner. If both of those things are true, what have they done to Blair? That's that's what that's that's my big thing. If they that's, if they turn Blair into, you know, that cold somebody that would be working with Tracy, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm gonna have a hard time getting over that General Hospital. We've had our moments, but this you I, know when I you hope fight that's Becky, not the fact either. I people really hope saying, that's not. People are saying that she's gonna be Martin's ex, but I don't think so. I think I'm hoping it's for another – she's brought on for another case or something uh, and that she has nothing to do with this. <laughs> David, David, they're creative. They're creative. Um, and, uh, I mean, snicker, snicker. They're creative, but there is no way that they could put Blair on this canvas. Candace, go ahead, honey. Okay. Um I have so many feelings about all of this, so I'm just going to be the one to say it. G.H., Frank, you know you're wrong for this. Here's where I'm going to – okay. You are still on your 60th anniversary. I've said this so many times. There are so many G.H. There were so many G.H. people that you could have pulled to do the storyline. With that being yep. said, G.H., I have another bone to pick with you. You have so many storylines on your show right now. The whole mm-hmm. Sunny Nina, Carly, this whole, you know, you know, whatever. Ted, um, I was going to say Ted Martin. Mike Wheat Knight has been on the show now for three years, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. about. About yeah, that. I would say. About that time. You could have told us about his ex-wife a year ago, but you choose to do this now. Here's the thing, ABC, Frank, Dan, Chris, because this was up to you too. You know, you know darn good well what you did. You're baiting fans. And it's not just, okay, and let me explain this. On a 10-year anniversary, mind you. On a 10-year anniversary, okay. Thank you. Here's the problem. A lot of, okay, the, the, the diehard GH fans that's out there, you know what I'm going to say because I feel you, I see you. You feel as though this is even your show anymore, and it hasn't been for quite a while now because the thing is, is that all my children One Life to Live fans came over to General Hospital because of loyalty to ABC, one. Mm-hmm. Two, yes, you did have Sky on General Hospital, so some all my children fans peeked in to see what was going on. Of course, when One Life to Live was canceled, you had you had Blair, Star, and Todd go over there with John McVay and Taya. Of course you're right. going to have them follow you, okay? But that's the problem. You have the fans of All My Children and One Life to Live so happy right now. They have had the Jackson Montgomery. They have had Nora Buchanan. They have now are, they've been told about Erica Kane and Enchantment. 
They were talking about stuff that was down in Landview. And now you bring the queen back to Port Charles. And, yes, this is going to be Martin's ex-wife because here's the thing. Hey, Frank Valentini just has you all over it. Do y'all remember the what if? Yeah. Frank yep. did the what if? Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> so far, two of his things have come true. Remember when Ryan Lavery met Carly, Carly Correcto? Yep. Carly and okay, Drew. And now, yep. and now we have Carly and Drew. There was one where Ted Martin met Blair Kramer while coming soon to General Hospital. Yep. Yep. I feel you on the whole I don't trust the writing for this. Because, yes, just like I said, like, I was iffy about Jackson Montgomery coming to town because you don't have all my children writers to write Jackson Montgomery the way that I remember Jackson Montgomery. And I but understand, Tommy, they, they did get it for right now. Scab writers. Um, but with Blair, this is what I'm going to say. There's no excuse. And I'm going to tell you there why. There really is no excuse. But let there, me, let me, let me yeah. remind General Hospital, even though it's already filmed, um, Blair and Carly were really good friends. They were cool. Yeah. But guess what? So, I, I hope they remember that. Uh, me too. Me too. You know, and I hope yeah. they remember who Blair was because. Yeah. And 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 see and here's and here's the thing. Let's let no. You know what? Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Gh. I ain't gonna let you off the hook for this. Hey Frank. You know how Blair operates. You was with her. For over yep. 10 years. You you yep. better. And I understand. There are scab writers over there. I get it. I understand. But it was following. Obviously, this was like six to eight weeks ago. They were still following Dan and Chris's outlines. Chris, you were there in One Life to Live. There's no excuse for this. There's no excuse if you get this wrong. The problem that I'm having is, yet again, General Hospital, this is stunt casting. To take our minds off of the real stuff that's going on in General Hospital. Case in point. I am so over Finn, it's not even funny anymore. I, him and Gregory, the, um, yeah, him and his father, I understand this is a very sensitive topic. I understand that Finn feels a certain type of way, that his father did not come to him. I understand that. But hindsight, I saw the storyline two years ago with Sonny and Mike. Yep. Hindsight. Mm-hmm. Hindsight. I know this is Michael Easton's Emmy Real and Gregory Harrison's Emmy Real. I, I see what you're doing. I'm calling you out on it because this is my problem. Just like we said about Dave, there is so much more you could have done with Gregory Harrison that it's not even funny anymore. When I saw Gregory with Elizabeth, you know what I said to myself? I said, Candace, he would have made a good Jeff Weber. Yep. With Finn, y'all are really pushing. Look, I like Mike. I love Michael Easton. Michael Easton, kudos, kudos to you for being with ABC for over 20 years. Okay? I understand the loyalty that Frank has for you and vice versa. But I'm going to say this right now. What's the point of Finn? I'm, I'm going to go back and, 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 and just do a what if for a second. They mm-hmm. had the perfect opportunity to pull Finn back into an orbit we would enjoy. 
instead of Kali turning to Drew in the aftermath. When the aftermath of Elizabeth and Finn was happening around the same time, they could have started, they could have revived that flirtation. Remember the very beginning of Finn and the lizard living yeah. in the Metricourt, blah, 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 blah. They could have, yes, because do. he does not work with Alexis. We know with that they made them friends because there was no, no chemistry relationship for them. Um, they could okay. have revived you know that. Uh, 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 Finn and Alexis? Alexis? No. No, they don't have chemistry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Finn and Anna? And they don't know what to do. They do not know how to do this with Gregory no. because I, I, I see what's coming. I see what's coming. Finn is going to discover that it's not ALS. It's some mysterious bug, bacteria, viral thing inside him. And he's going to race against Tom. Race against Tom to save his daddy. That's what's coming, folks. Yeah, I can see that happening. But guess what? Guess what? You know what the problem is? I'll just say it. I don't care. I I, I don't 100% not care, but I don't like it, and I'm not really that interested in it. That's what I'm saying. I know we'll have a couple of... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we'll have a couple of Emmy real-worthy moments. And they'll be really, really well acted. But it's not driving me. It's not driving me to the show at all. And, and see, that's the problem, though. They're, they're pushing. Okay. I always say this. And you guys tell me, like, Vinny, David, Anthony, what do you think about this? For maybe a couple of years ago, okay, and I'm going back to, like, after Tony Gary left, right? Mm-hmm. The leading men of the show obviously was Maurice Bernard, Steve Burton, William Gerard, right? Okay. Um, who else was there at that time? Um, Tyler Christopher was still around um, and such and such, right? And we always mm-hmm. say this about the soaps. It's like you have to start looking towards the next person to the take over when the other leg. person uh-huh. leaves. Right. Yep. So, okay, Maurice Bernard. Now, look, he just celebrated 30 years in daytime. Give it up. Okay. But the truth of the matter is there's going to be a day where, sorry, folks, Maurice Bernard does leave General Hospital. And at the time, I said, okay, if he does retire, Steve Burton will get it. Down the line, Chad Duell, you know, stuff like that. How, how things have changed now. I think they're really trying to mold Michael Easton. Now, granted, Michael Easton yeah. does have leading man quality. Hello, poor Charles. Hello, one life to live, okay? But they're really trying to give Michael Easton that platform. He has to But not in his character, though. Right, not the character because I don't the think this character is, has it. Is, no, because they've tried. Oh, they've no, no, tried. no, 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 no. I'm going to disagree with you. This okay. character does have it. They have got to get him out of the rut of the same site recycle storyline over and over and over again. He's got a, a personal tragedy that he's got to deal with. Then there's a medical crisis. Then he has the moments of lulling where he's everybody's best friend. Then there's back to the next crisis. He's played the same story. They have played him he's in the it. same storyline yeah. for the last four years. 
but he does have potential. If they would have thrown him with Carly, if they would actually give him and Tracy an adventure to go on, there are ways to make him the the across the, the canvas character that he could be, but they have never actually given him that material to play with. The greatest scene the other was with him and Curtis. I was like, yes, yes, give him someone else to talk to. <laughs> he does have it, and the character could have he it. He does have he it, yes. He's the right for him. He, he, to me, I just feel as though he's a character that has now run is now on a time on a time limit. Like to me, okay, you had like again all the people that he's been with. It, it has it like you paired him up with Elizabeth. Don't get me started because I feel as though I fall asleep sometimes during their scenes. No offense, <laughs> I'm bored. With him and Chase, I mean they tried to make. See, this is the problem. They tried to make this interesting by almost making Chase his his son, right? They tried mm-hmm. it. They used poor Kim Delaney. Girl, you should have been dead, Jenny. On uh-huh. But you, you're, try, you're trying so much to, just like what we said on Days of Our Lives with Talia, you're trying to make the fans accept this character. We accept the actor because we love Michael Easton, okay? We know he, he, we know he is a good powerhouse of an actor. We've seen it. But what is not connecting? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because he's played so many characters on, on General Hospital alone, right? That we're just like, okay, this is Cyrus. This is seriously Silas. Just his name is Finn. You tried yeah. to give us the heartbreaking relationships. Like, oh, Anna and him. Now, first and foremost, we all know darn good and well. Okay, thank you. Then you give us, I mean, look, at this point, bring Hayden back. Because, and when I say bring Hayden back, this needs to be the end. Because you're trying too much, like you're giving us the whole father situation like oh his son's gonna die oh my gosh like oh and you're right he's gonna race against time to find a cure and everything but it might be too late in a heartbreaking episode general hospital emmy real the great you know uh you know emmy nominated gregory harris emmy nominated michael easton delivers a powerful performance as the father and son says their final goodbye General Hospital weekdays on ABC, whatever time on Hulu. That is what they um, do. All you right, Denny, let me let me ask you this in a way to segue because we we gotta get to other shows later. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think they are finally getting the groove for um, Mrs. Wu? Mm-hmm. Woo, woo, woo. I think I, I I actually think Mrs. Miss Wu is going to play a very key role in. One of the in in the next big storyline, um, I because I like where. Let me put it this way: having Miss Wu tied to Gladys, Sasha, Cody, Doctor Montague, that entire storyline, as well as uh, and Sonny, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. As well as Sunny, let me put it this way: the way you were saying that, and I may be in the minority here, but the way that you were saying they need to get the next big role, the next big leading person ready, honestly, I would go with Cody Bell. And I know I'm going to get hate for that because I know a lot of people don't like the character. They don't like how, um, you know, how he came onto the show. Uh, but you know what? 
I honestly feel over the past two weeks with the storyline with Sasha they being cleaned him up a little. So, well, they I cleaned him up a little, but I think he's, his performances have brought him up to a main event level. I honestly feel like he could have he could easily he and okay. Sasha no, okay. could become a super couple. I'm 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 almost there. I am almost there with you. And I will say, when he broke out Beetlejuice, I done I, I done fell off the bed. <laughs> So I am almost there with you, but I have to say the one thing, General Hospital, it almost fell off, but you got it back. Don't F it up. You got Selena insidious through everything. She has a finger on almost everything that's happening on canvas. You did it years ago. You tried with the Balkan or Belkin or whatever his name was. Um, You tried with Faith Roscoe. You keep bulking, thank you. Back in the day, you had phased the original phase on. This, you have got the Lydia, the perfect Lydia look. She is the perfect actress for this. It is, yeah. she gives, oh my God, she gives face, sound. Her facial everything. features are fantastic. She Her facials show everything. Mm-hmm. She is incredible, and you have built this. If you play this right, you have built this so well. Use her and go crazy with this. Absolutely. And that, now, that's only going to make am, the storyline even better. Yep. Now, moving on just quickly. I am done. Stop torturing Sasha. Let's get this storyline moving. I'm usually not a, a fan of trying to push storylines quickly. This one, okay. We, been you dragging know, a little she, bit. She definitely has her Emmy reel. Her Emmy reel is already done. Now let's move this along, people, because now it's like drug torture porn. It's, it's a little much now. David. I agree to a point. I, I agree to a point. But let me, put, let me put it this way. I put out this tweet, or should I say excerpt. That's what I'm calling them now because they're not tweets anymore. They're excerpts. Um, I, I I put this out yesterday, and I didn't get any reaction, which I'm kind of surprised. But Sasha, in my opinion, is the Ricky Morton of General Hospital. For for wrestling fans out there, going back years and years of the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton was always the the one in the ring selling. They were the the, the perpetual babyface team. Ricky Morton was the one getting beat down. He was the one selling. He was the one pleading to the people in the front row, help me. Then he would make the hot tag, and his partner would come in and make the save. Sasha is that character right now in General Hospital. I honestly feel with the way that she's portraying the role that she's, you know, that she's being tortured by this guy, and believe me, it tugs at your heartstrings. And I can honestly understand why people want it to end so badly. I want the torture to end for Sasha so badly, too. But her performances have made it worthwhile to the point where when Gladys and Dr. Montague get their comeuppance, it's going to be legendary. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, without a doubt, absolutely. And Anthony the likes that word comeuppance. I love the word comeuppance. <laughs> I used it not not long ago um, when I posted on Facebook. Yes, mm-hmm. um, the comeuppance is the comeuppance is going to be grand, but I think yes. they've got a plan with Doctor Montague. 
they, there's more coming there. I don't know what it is yet, but I, the signs are all there. There's going to be more with him. Um, her Emmy reels are so – oh, my God. She's so nominated this year. Mm-hmm. I don't mind keep I don't mind keeping her there and changing the method of torture. Right. Not even the method of torture, you know, making it linger. She knows she's okay. She's got to convince Dr. Montague right. was playing, but the drug induced, uh, you know, the teasing with Brando. That it, mm, I yeah, we've had I, enough I agree. of that. We got to move that to is, the next. We got to move to the next like, day. We exactly yeah. like have her more as a hostage rather than keep getting drugged. Because, yeah. you know, and the way that he's playing the mind games, even with the nurses and the staff at Ferncliff by saying, oh, well, you know, it could I be anybody that's writing, sneaking though. in. I'm sorry. I do, too. I do. It's beautiful I writing. It's, it's perfect. Writing. We were all riveted on it. But, yeah, yeah let's move absolutely. to the next stage. Let's, let's move to the next stage. Um, and, and not with Cody getting in there. I, 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 that, that, that's not the storyline we want to take. Let them figure out a, another way from the outside. I don't know. And I think I'd like to see. I'd like to see Cody. Cody uh, fake getting involved. You know, we've seen it before. We've seen it with Jason going into prison thing. to save Michael. Every once in a while, they got to stop taking the obvious and recycling storylines that have been done how many times? I there agree. are other ways to go with it. I agree. And, and let's have a little fun with it. Candace, any any comments, honey? I'm so over this storyline of Sasha being. When now this is now what year? Technically, year two, year like one year, two years of her just being tortured, and it's not great oh. television. Yes, Sophia has her freaking Emmy nomination if they if Frank puts her up for a nomination. Okay, let me put that out there. My problem is is that it's I cringe. When Sasha starts screaming and she's pleading, no, 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 I'm like, y'all, for real, full yeah, this is good television. Rape. Right. Mm. It's like, it is, it's assault. She's really being assaulted. Yeah. And my whole thing is, is that, okay, I'm glad that you guys really feel as though there's going to be a big climatic end to this. I'm sorry. I hope so. I don't even trust it. And I'm going to and and I've been and look, we've been doing the show for the last like I'm going to say last year, last time. Like there's been seven storylines on General Hospital that should have had a big climatic ending or a big oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. They haven't done it. So at this point, I'm so used to okay, yeah, it's a great storyline. When is it going to end? How is it going to end? Because there are three ways this storyline can end. Gladys dies, Doctor dies, or y'all going to kill Sasha off. Because for her to take herself out of this misery. I don't want that to happen, but I don't put it past them. Because I'm looking at the big picture. Now, with Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly is funny as I don't know what. And General Hospital, kudos because you learned something. You don't have to force a character down our throat. What you needed yep. to do was figure out the character first. Again, yep. don't write as you go. You should have already had this situated out. Okay. Britt and, and, and Cody wasn't going to work because, well, Kelly, by the way, happy birthday, Kelly, um, wasn't going to work because she was leaving the show. 
one, two. You had him be Dante's friend from the from the from the block. You kind of dropped that to make him Max Kid. Why? We will never know. You've been trying to figure out his placement. You had him off canvas for a little bit, and now he's coming in and he's going to rescue Sasha. Is he going to be the one to be Sasha's man? We don't know. But for right now, you found a place for him to be in. But at the end of the day, take him out of it. Look at the storyline. This is not must-see TV. It's to the point where, I'm being honest, everybody on social media has said this. This is freaking offensive. How is this even being allowed? Like, I get the drama. I get it. But to me, I'm not even It's just a cringe. When I say I cringe, I cringe. So... Not good, GH. Not good. At all. All right. One more before we go. Valentine, Anna, you know, I, I don't even care about Pikeman anymore, but I know I'm going to start caring again in a minute or two. Um, Nina, oh, God, I don't care anymore either. I, I wanted <laughs> them to work. Then I couldn't stand it. I, and now I'm just like, oh, God. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm over the whole Sonny Nina thing myself at this point. Like, I I, I like that Ava kind of put her in her place and said, "You you're, you're marrying a mob boss. He's going to leave in the middle of the night at times, and you're not going to know. He's going to be keeping secrets from you, like all this stuff. Like, I think that Nina's still under the delusion that she's marrying Mike from Nixon Falls, oh, even though Sonny has obviously come back. Is. And, you know, you know I, I, I'm just so done with it. You know what's a nutcase? Um, you know, true, certifiable nutcase. Um, and this victim role, oh, God, she's a nutcase. Let's get her back to nutty because this victim role is, is, is and the actress, you know, Cynthia is amazing. But yeah. She is. Yeah. Um, but what's his name? Who did I start off with? Uh, Valentine. Valentine? Yeah, Valentine. This is another recycled storyline. How many times is it going to, is he bad, is he good, is he bad, is he good, is he bad, is he good? Oh, come on now. (laughs) Yeah, and I, but I honestly think that, I honestly think that Valentine right now is a red herring. Because Pikeman yeah, is going to. to be revealed, you know, and I, if the rumors are true, I don't know if I'm stepping on anybody's toes, but I have heard rumors about somebody from the past coming back, um, which could tie in to, um, you know, one of the other actors coming back next week. So I'm anxious to see who Pikeman is and who they, if, if the rumors are true. Okay, yeah. if you were... At the B&B luncheon? Yes, I was. Did you hear anything? I heard nothing. Okay, let me just say this. Dear GH fans, hi, it's me, Candace. What's up? Here's the thing. As far as who's probably messing with Anna and stuff, I don't think we should look too far. Because to me, I think it's Alex. I think it's Alex 
Messing with Anna right, and black yep. and blackmailing Valentine. All right. I think for this this other thing, like with Cyrus and everything, because I got I got some something to say about that real quick. All right, GH, you gave us something to do with Cyrus. Now my question is about Austin. Okay, are y'all trying yeah. to retcon Austin's paternity, or is this a simple? Yes, yeah, Cyrus was doing your mama good. He pay, he paid your way through med school. You owe him. Are we? Because GH, I'm going to. Because the reason I say, are we changing paternities here? Is clearly Austin. Y'all do not even have Austin in the ELQ quarter main orbit. So, you know, again, that's a change in writers thing, don't you think? No, I don't know is, because he hasn't even checked in on Leo in how long. Right. Him and Brooklyn were doing the sparring thing, and and it's been a good six months since there's been any kind of interaction. Right. Like, to me, again, this is why I say just because you have these people here and you go ahead and you tie them to a character that you guys don't – some of you guys that's listening don't even know who Jimmy Lee Holt is, okay? Well, I, y'all he probably, was before y'all, my time, so. Right. If you say Jimmy Lee, some of y'all are probably saying, wait, Jimmy Bob Evans? Like, Bob Evans? Got, no. <laughs> like, Austin is – He was <laughs> handsome. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but, but I, mean, I do know that, who he is. Right, I do. Like to me, I've seen him. You have. He was a pinup, so. Right. Oh, of course. Um, but you have not utilized him at all. Him and Maxi. Yeah, oh, I'm, up. I'm, up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. You trying to make him more interesting? And by the way, by the way, I don't know who's over there, but y'all might want to go on YouTube. Because Mason is the one who had Nick, Nicholas, not Austin. Uh-huh. Austin, didn't check, Austin didn't check him, okay? I'm just, act, I'm just saying for a friend of a friend of a friend and, and me because that wasn't the way it went. Okay, now, who I think the person is that is the higher, because Cyrus is a red herring. He is. To me, hey, General Hospital, this is one of those times where I hope you come through and bring somebody back from your from let me let me say this from your show's history. Your show's history. Not all my children, not one life to live. Although it's great to see them, but I wish I could see them every single day, ABC. Yeah. For thirty minutes maybe? Okay. I feel as though so... I'm not amping myself up. I'm not amping myself up because I'm already, like, to me, I'm like, okay, it's going to be such and such's cousin that's on the show already. It's going to be Selena Wu's cousin who was married to Frank Smith's other other son. There you go. That's who it is, folks. We ain't even got to go through all It should be Alcazar. It should be Alcazar. It should be Scott. Well, here's the thing. Hey, G.H., just remember you said it was a woman. It I just want you to remember. I know that. It's a face Roscoe. Like to me, if it's face Roscoe, I will pass out. Me too. Me too. I will pass the out. Or it could be Jennifer Smith. No, not Jennifer. They killed. They ruined Jennifer Smith. Well, but here's the thing. This is where you can do it again, right? 
So the, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. No offense to the actress who's a drama teacher, but I don't know what that was. So with this, who do you want? You can who pl- do you want to come back? I mean, I, I heard that. Ted King was in talks to come back. So that's I what mean, made me think that it's that he I'll that he's going to be piping. They've been throwing everything at the wall because somebody said they saw the um, uh, Jerry Jacks. Um, what's his name? But see, but see, this is Sebastian Sebastian Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah, to him, Sebastian. Pro- but, thank but you. But see, I have a problem because you, because General Hospital. I'm sorry, I pay very close attention to your keywords. It's a her, not a he. Yep. It's a her. So that's where so? I have said, okay. Can you imagine if it's Sky Chandler Quartermain? And I know Robin Christopher is living the farm life. I know, and I respect. Okay, unless ABC, y'all gave her some money so she can come off the farm. But if not, hey, Gina Tonyoni, what's up, girl? If not, Faith Roscoe. I would love to see my Cynthia Or, or have Jamie thing. Luna come in and play Sky. Hold up, I just got emotional when I just brought up Cynthia Preston. Hold on. Okay, I'm, sorry, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> you need, no, because that was my girl. Y'all have no idea. Yeah, no, when no, no, I, I, I'm... I'm all about Cynthia Preston. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my girl. That's my Robin Dye right there. But you need to make this epic because you made, you're now making this story a little bit interesting. But, again, I don't trust. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to sound like a – I just don't trust General Hospital. General Hospital has not given me my spring of stuff yet. You have not come through with utilizing – like, what? What have they done to Spencer? Is he really the freak ace baby da- daddy? Because at this point, the way y'all making it sound like him and Esme has sex, and he may be the father of that baby. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make us, they're going to give us a flashback where Portia went in and changed the results. So, but you know, they no, 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 it's not only that. But wait, when did Spencer and Esme have sex? This is where I'm saying this is the only the only uh, they did. Yes, no, they did. He had the sex to keep her quiet to, on the island or something. They had sex right around the same time that Nicholas had sex with her within a, like a two week period. I think it was to keep her. Remember I she forgot. No, I don't think they did. No, no, no. They never they never slept together. together. I think they did. No, he, well, here's Spencer, the thing. Spencer I, said that, that they never slept together. Here's a, here's a, here's a, okay, I'm going to meet you in the middle, Anthony. Check this out. Even though Spencer did say that, I would not put it past the new, the new writers. You hear what I'm saying? As Sprinter fans, I, y'all know I stand with y'all ten toes deep, okay? But I got to be real with what I'm about to say. I do not trust the writers to even come to, because I have a funny feeling the writers are going to retcon that. And because he did not want to hurt Trina's feelings, that's yep. why he said that he did not sleep with Esme. So basically what they're doing is a retcon of what Spencer had already said. Okay? You follow me, Vinny? You see where I'm going at with mm-hmm. this, right? Even though we yep. know, we know Spencer said that they didn't sleep together. But because they're trying to put more angst for spring for Sprina, right? And everything. I wouldn't put it past them to now say that Spencer and Esme did sleep together and Spencer didn't want to hurt Trina's feelings. Therefore, 
we're going to request that paternity of that baby. Because I'm sorry, even though that baby is cute as I don't know what, it's too much. They're, they're yes. pushing this agenda too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I'm just like, yo, for real? Like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. All right. We really got to go to CVS because we are yeah, we got well into our time. Uh, David, talk to us about the bold and beautiful. Well, let's see. Well, Miss Hope, she went to Liam, and she made her case. She said she would like to try and work things out, and if if he can find it in his heart to forgive her and move past it. And she says she understands... Um, because you still have Steffi in your heart. I might still have Thomas in my heart, but can you live with that? And he tells her, no, he can't. So we have Sir Thomas coming over and telling Liam how much of an a-hole he is for not forgiving her. And then he makes his pitch. So most of most of it was around that today, and very little. We had a little fin last week, trying to get back with Steffi. She hasn't. She's still holding her own. She was um, in her glory, hoping that she can get her son back and her grandson. And that was it, unless you count that that Eric's upset because Ridge won't help him with his new project, and we know why. So he's got RJ helping him. And that's B&B. Comments? Danny? Have you checked it out I don't watch... No, I have right. not. I, I honestly have not had the time. Okay. I have made my feelings clear about the hope, the whole hope storyline over the last couple of shows. I'll admit, um, I did not think that the talk was going to go exactly in that direction. Um, I thought it was very interesting to watch. Um it's very soapy right now. It's interesting, but nothing is really like, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm sort of just in a, in a holding pattern. Nothing's really exciting me. It was soapy and interesting to watch. Candace? Okay. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. Breathe in, breathe out. Okay. I did think they were going to go with the Hope and Thomas stuff. I did, for various reasons. I get that they did because it's very soapy, it's juicy, it's like, ooh, shocking. But half of me knew that it wasn't going to last because of the back and forth of Hope's mind. Yep. Here's my problem. 
is we still have not yet addressed the real reason that Hope has turned to Thomas. And, yes, yep. I understand that Hope wants to – because I have to do, like, the whole, like, psychiatry thing is that Hope has been conditioned. Let me repeat the word, conditioned to not follow her impulses because she's seen what has happened when you follow your impulses. Case in point, Brooke. Ridge, Lamb, Steffi, Deacon, all the people in between, right? Okay. She's, she wants to be safe. She wants no consequences. The consequences be down, okay? Hope kept saying, because of Steffi being involved in Liam's life, well, Hope, guess what? Steffi has been a part of your life since you was a little girl. Steffi has been a part of Liam's life since they they share a child, just like you and him. That's no excuse. And Liam even said that. Now, Liam, I have a bone to pick with you. Anytime your marriage is in trouble or whatnot, you seem to have it in your mind to go across the street to Stephanie's house and talk about hope any kind of way you want and also thrust yourself, and I said thrust, yourself on Steffi thinking, oh, Steffi, Steffi is now available. I can, I, can, I can do whatever I want with her. You've kissed this woman two times. You've come into her house without any boundaries being set. You have an issue with Finn now. Okay, let me break, take it back a little bit. I understand what happened to, what almost happened to Kelly changed a lot of mindsets. Yes, then you should not have turned your back on that little girl. But reality, for all those who said something, nine times out of ten, you or somebody you know has done the exact same thing. Turn your back on a child while a child was doing something, and then you turn back around and they were into something else. In this situation, he took a call. He should have kept his eyes on Kelly, and he didn't. That's one of those life lessons of don't take your eyes off of anything or anybody. And Finn feels bad about it. But Liam, and I understand Liam and Steffi, you feel, you feel a certain type of way, especially because you know Sheila was there. But Liam, just because you and Hope are having problems, don't try to put that into Steffi's head of, oh, you know, Finn did this, and Finn was hugging Sheila. Now start to have doubts for this man that you love and let me in. Because, Liam, you have done that. I'm sorry, folks. I'm going to say it like I mean it. First and foremost, yeah, Liam has every right to feel the way he does regarding how he felt about Thomas, okay? Because he has, he, like he brought it up, he has the right to feel the way that he does regarding Sheila. But Liam uses this for each woman. Just because Hope and Thomas are in a good place, Liam brings up the darkest day of their lives, baby Beth, and he's right, because this is why I can't get behind Thomas and, and Thomas and Hope, because of that baby. 
The fact that he knew that baby was really theirs and was going to, however long, keep it a secret, that disturbs me. And plus, yeah, he's done some other things to Liam and to Hope. Liam, however, while he puts that plant in, in Hope's head, he's over there saying to, to Steffi, well, you know, I took this video of Finn hugging Sheila. You can't trust him. And then on top of that, of course, what happened to Kelly. So you're trying to get either or to, like, give up Finn and Thomas so they can come running to you, Liam. I see how you operate. What I don't also like is Sassy. I definitely get where you're coming from. You definitely can't trust Sheila. And it's unfortunate that you're her married to her son. And you're all like, I don't know if I can forgive um, Finn for this. First and foremost, Steffi, you before he was shot, you never gave him the opportunity to get to know Sheila. You kind of took that away from him. And out of the love he has for you, he 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 values you. He values you and the family. Because Finn even said that. Now, Finn, you kind of was off a little loopy a little bit. You kind of reminded me of your mom a little bit. But you, I understand where you're coming from. You do not want a good thing to go away. And, Steffi, you still love him. But the obstacle is Sheila. But also, Steffi, <laughs> you told Liam you can't mention nothing about those kisses. Everybody, how many times did Liam and Steffi kiss? Uh, twice that twice. I know of for sure. And Anthony, after that point, some, yeah, yeah. And Anthony, as, as, would you tell your spouse that somebody was kissing you? Uh, yeah. Right. So it's like everybody's keeping some secrets here. I just, for me, yeah. right now, and and it's funny because Anika who I met, and she is so pretty, you guys, and Jackie both said there was going to be some hiccups coming up in this storyline. It's going to pivot because Thomas has said to Hope, did Liam get to you? And Hope is all like, well, he made some value points. And Thomas is like, but I've changed, haven't I? I, I don't you think I've changed? And for the most part, Thomas hasn't done anything. And see, he had a right to go over to Liam, and, and Finn had the right to go over to Liam. Because everybody, because there is is too much stirring. It's too much stirring, and I'm sick of it. Hope, take ownership of what you did. Take ownership. And, and Liam, take ownership of, of, of your life is your life, and stop trying to make yeah. everybody, you're, well, not everybody. Right. Stop trying to, no, actually, yeah. Stop trying to make everybody be the person you want them to be. Right. Just because Hope isn't perfect. Like, my whole thing is, is that Hope was the first one to come to, to you with the divorce. But, you're, but what, made, what made it messed up is, like, okay, Hope comes over to Liam and says, you know, can we have another chance? And, Liam, you know darn good well this is what you wanted. But now you're going to try to, to have Hope, you know, really, you know, grovel a little bit. At the same time, Liam, you go over there t- and to a married woman to to Steffi and says, you know, I still love you. And then you're going to disrespect Finn and say, you know what? I could still get Steffi if I wanted to. Wait, what the? No. Who the hell nope. does he think he is? 
Bill. The same. I think No, I'm going to tell you what it is. See, this is the problem, Stephanie and Hope. You allow Liam to feel this way. Because, again, yep. Yep. when one of you, because if Hope, if when Hope and Liam breaks up, Stephanie, you're the first one that's glowing and giggling. Like, <laughs> you can come over to my place. When Stephanie and Liam have problems, Hope, you're over there like, <laughs> come on over, baby. Liam knows that he can go to either or when, when the other one doesn't work out. That's why I always say, in a perfect world, if, if Liam could, he would take half of Hope and half of Stephanie and stitch them up. And put them yep. together the same way yep. with Ridge, but Ridge has gotten better a little bit. Not always. We're still working on it. Well, well, I'm going to leave the bold and the beautiful with a piece of parting advice. When this all finally shakes out and sorts itself out, the next time you need to mess with a couple, and you will have to mess with a couple, absolutely. Let's do. Let's take a lesson from Finn. Let's bring somebody else in. You can't keep making these five people in, jump in and out of each other's lives, hearts, beds, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Mm-hmm. Having said that, let's take our last rodeo ride over to Genoa City. And, Candace, mm-hmm. you haven't gone first, so what are you loving about Young and Restless right now? I'm loving the fact that I met Peter Bergman. <laughs> Girl. Um, I love that fact, too. I, I, I'm sorry. Y'all have no idea. I'm still on the high that I met Peter Bergman. Anthony, I met Peter Bergman. <laughs> you go, girl. I met Peter Bergman. Okay. What I'm loving about Young and the Restless is I love the fact that Sharon and Nick are working together. I yep. love the yep. fact that um, Allison, who plays Summer, is giving it to me. She has made this character her own, and I'm so mm-hmm. proud of her. Um, I feel for her, especially, you know, when she, you know, because she understands the consequences of what she, what she did, how Phyllis, you know, used her in her merch. I love the fact that I'm starting to see a downfall between Nate and all of them. I'm sorry. I was the first one to said who it was going to be. Nate is. And I'm loving the fact that it yep. seems like Victoria is doubting him. I love the fact that Nate told Kyle and, I mean, Tucker told Nate, you need to watch, watch Audra because Audra will seduce you, but she won't let, but she will jump off a ship before it starts sinking. And we're seeing that. I'm loving, I'm loving the fact that I saw Mariah and Tessa Three straight days in a row, baby. Yes. Yep. Even though, like, I'm loving the storyline so far. I'm loving the storyline. I'm hoping that they utilize some other people, Devon, into it. Um, I'm loving Nikki. Nicole Reed Newman. I love you. Because you're called, you're being, you know, you're telling people, you, you know what, she still got that little gangster shipper in her. She really does. She uh-huh. does. Because so, she yeah. throws good shade. Especially at Audra. She's like. Uh-huh. She's just looking at her like, girl, please. Um, I'm loving. Oh, my God. What else am I loving? I'm loving the fact that. <laughs> 
Ashley is playing talker. I'm sorry. Y'all can't tell me she's not playing Tucker. And I think Tucker, and see, the thing is, Tucker doesn't know that Ashley's playing him. No, 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 no. I love the fact that, again, people may say what they want, but Diane is about, I'm sorry, I've been on the island by myself for a whole year. We're about to see some cracks with Diane. Um, I'm loving, oh, God. No, honey. No, 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 honey. We were on that island together tossing that soccer ball back and forth. I remember who all was on my island. Yeah, I I was the one open for the best. Okay. Um, What else am I? I'm loving Daniel and Lily. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And you know what else? And you know what else I love? I love that they're finally putting Heather in there because I know I saw online that they they only brought Heather in and out in the beginning of Daniel and Lily, and they wanted her in that triangle. I'm glad she's sticking around. And can I say Val Bloom is gorgeous in person? She is. Like, I'm going to say Suleika Silver, who plays Ardra, freaking gorgeous. Because that, that Val Bloom was a surprise. She was a surprise there, and, Tucker, and Travis A. John. But they're gorgeous. I love, um, oh, what else did, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. I think I'm forgetting something, though. I feel like I forgot something. Oh, um, no, I don't like that. I just really, I, I'm enjoying really? the show. I'm enjoying the show. There's still some little weak moments, but Young and Russell so far, to me, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Well, Candace, I second that emotion. Um, I'm, I'm still enjoying parts of General Hospital, but, you know, five, six months ago, it was the exact opposite. I was really right. enjoying General Hospital, and I was, you know, on the fence with the Young and the Restless. And over the last couple of months, oh, I have... Oh, the storyline, they have pulled tight. Um, okay. Do you remember our conversation about Mariah and Tessa? About, yeah. I don't know, two months ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. This, this is exactly where they're going with it. With the baby? Mm-hmm. And I know they got... The baby's got a hearing problem, I think, right? Am I? Mhm. Mm. And one of them is mm. going to freak out. This is this is going to be some rich storyline coming up. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. I know what else I wanted to. I like the Chance storyline now. That him probably going to be the new chief of police. Um, I'm on the fence with that one. I'm going to tell you why <laughs> because that's. Well, I'm going to tell you why, because here's the thing. Paul always liked the chance. Go back, like go, go back to 2009. Chance, literally, Paul, even when Paul, when Heather was with um, Chance, which we try to forget, um, Paul really kept saying, like, Chance could make himself, you know, he could be, you know, taking over his job one day. I'm fine with that. Um, and also, Connor Floyd, you're cute, too. So, there you go. David, did you get to what see you him, Candace? Oh yeah, I got to meet him. I got to meet everybody, including Peter Bergman. 
<laughs> no, I am so loving Ashley right now. I just have to say. <clears throat> and I'm 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 getting the feels with Sharon and Nick again. I mean, do you, I mean when do you not? It's just something about them that pulls you no. in. You remember you remember the scene with the dress and the leg? It reignited the feels for me even, you know, two months th- yeah, two months two months ago. David, what Aww. are you loving? Um this the whole business storylines that are going on um are keeping me glued. Um watching Adam beg his father to be head honcho now that Victor wants to merge on his terms and not Adam's. Um, seeing where where um, Nick's loyalties are going to lie, will he be tempted with Sharon or will he stay uh, happy with Sally? Um I like I like the Heather and Daniel and Lily. Um I like how they're making young gonna wrestle us a little younger by giving us the legacy characters kids while still keeping the older ones the senior members around. So um I I really have very little to complain about with Young and the Restless. The only thing that I have to complain about is I haven't met Peter Bergman. <laughs> well, I I agree with everything both of you said. Um I, I a special emphasis on on Daniel Lilly, um Heather. But I I I am praying Candace, you you said it before that you see the little bit of the cracks, right? With Diane. Yeah. Yep. I'm praying. Oh, I'm praying. It's got to be epic. Derek, and, this is and wait a minute, I got to. I, I I have to do this because Peter Bergman. I did tell Peter Bergman, Sean Dominic, what I thought was going to happen. Peter Bergman said, and I'm quoting this, and I'm going to do it real quick in his voice. You guys cannot believe the stuff that is coming down. It's some great acting coming your way, and I'm just so excited about this mm. storyline. Mm-hmm. Peter, Well, it's another great episode of Take Two Radio. We want to thank Vinny for stopping by. Vinny, um, right. what did you drop off? And we, we're playing we're hoping safety for Carolyn during the hurricane. Yes, everybody in the hurricane area, um, please be safe. Also, once again, Days of Our Lives episode today has been posted on Peacock, so you can see the right episode. But for those who saw next Monday, you know what it is. We will be back in, what, two weeks? September 11th. September 11th. Yep. Okay. Woo. We're going to have a lot yeah. to talk about. Uh-huh, because there's some news mm. coming down the pipe, and hopefully yes, maybe yeah. we'll hear something about the daytime Emmys, so who knows. But for now, everybody be safe. If your kids went back to school today, 
Good luck. Good luck uh, for the rest of the school year. Hopefully safety, safety, safety. And we will see you next time. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you all. Thank you, everybody. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-Two Radio.com.